Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Thoughts with Grace podcast. Today we have a really special guest, and she is also my very first guest on the podcast too. And I'm really excited to have her here because today we're going to talk about all things related to dating as well as our personal experiences. And it's somehow a topic that is unique from the stuff that I usually post or talk about, but I thought it was a nice way to end the month of February being the month of love. So a little background about my guest. I'll leave her to introduce herself more later on, but she is someone dear to my heart and we have pretty much become sisters. I met her in 2019 when I just came to Canada and we were roommates at a home that house six of us and she's going to talk a little bit more about that um it was insanity living with that many people but it was definitely the start of our friendship and sisterhood um we didn't live together for very long so it's amazing how far we have come so without further ado i'm going to welcome my dearest guest serena um this is my first time also doing a podcast with someone else and You'll hear that it's so awkward because we have multiple pauses in between stuff that we're talking about. Um, And of course, with every new podcast, I think we were just getting used to just chatting. And so it may not sound as natural, but um, I hope hope that this episode would be something fun. Okay. (laughs) Hey, Serena. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good, good. Um... Thank you for being here today. Uh, very excited to have you as my first person on the podcast. So maybe you could do like a quick introduction of yourself, what you're doing, and where you're located. Sure. Yeah. No, I'm really happy to be here. Uh, I'm located in Montreal at the moment, but my office is based in Ottawa. I'm working in cybersecurity. I'm doing consulting and auditing at the moment. Cool. And you just graduated, right? Yeah, in June this year, actually, which is crazy. Nice, nice. Okay. So since we're like <laughs> we're very close, so we can keep this as informal as possible. Um, but I wanted to take everybody kind of a couple steps back on how we met. So do you wanna share about how we met? And I think I think this would be a good story for you. <laughs> and then I keep you my first impression of you if you want. Yes, that was actually one of my questions. Like, what was your first impression of me? <laughs> okay, well, considering we met, what, three three years ago now, I think? Was it four. Four years ago. Yeah. Almost four years. Okay, well, that's crazy. But anyway, basically, luck of the draw of the six roommates in one house that we were, we got horribly close, probably because I didn't like to cook, and you like to cook, and you like to eat and make me eat, so... We worked out really freaking well. Yeah. Feel free to add to that story. <laughs> I'm actually quite surprised that you say that I like to cook because I think I'm like very bad at cooking. Well, you're still better than me. Well, it works out this way, I guess. Doesn't it? I know it? I, I agree. Food. That was great. Yeah. I loved it. Yes. And what was your first impression of me? That you were just going to be, I don't know if I can swear on this, but a, a bitch. <laughs> um, you just came, I don't know, you came across just like very like you had your own thing going and like you did not interested in the rest of us. But obviously I was wrong. So <laughs> not interested in the rest of them, maybe, but <laughs> yeah. But so 
I think I remember um, I, I was the second in the house um, that came into the house. And then I think you were the last one. So we had like this whole chat group, if you remember. And then um, I added you, I think the last one. And the only way I could figure out like who you were was looking at your WhatsApp photo. And I was like, hmm, she looks interesting. <laughs> and here we are now. So it works out, I guess. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, I think we also bonded a lot. I can't remember when did we decide that we should go to Fresh Code together. Like, like it was just one no point. Idea. Shall we go to Fresh Code or should we do the laundry? The laundry was a big iconic, I think, beginning yeah. of us. The struggle yeah. to get to the laundry. was the. Oh, yeah. Especially during the winter when it was snowing really badly here. In and Toronto. with your big suitcase rolling down the street, yes, hundred percent for that. <laughs> My IKEA bags and your suitcase. Yeah. <laughs> it was no. You also had your your um, grocery cart. Remember? Yes. Oh my god, that's true. What happened to that thing anyway? Did you leave it? I think you left it there. You were like. Yeah. When you went back, it, yeah. I, did, I don't care anymore. I just want my stuff. So I think I packed like like stuff that you needed into the box. And then that was it. You were like, get rid of everything else. That's so funny. I don't remember. But yeah, that makes sense. Because I don't remember seeing it for the last like years. So you must be right. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Because you left so fast. I did. I, but it was such a back and forth, you know, with COVID and then moving back to Ottawa and then coming back for like one overnight just to pack up the bag, like the boxes and leaving. It was, it was insane. It was an insane three years. Yeah. hundred percent. And how did we, when I can't exactly remember like how, okay. Pandemic happened. We lived together for what? Seven, eight months. And then yeah. pandemic happened. And surprisingly we remained close. Well, I feel like there was a while where we kind of like were a little bit further apart, mostly just because I think we both were, I think we were both in school at this point, or maybe you yeah. were just, just finishing your MBA. Um, mm. But obviously like it's hard, like, you know, long distance and all, but and then we got, I think we got closer. Like as soon as I think I came back to Toronto the first time, like you were one of the, probably the first person I wanted to see. So I was like an easy fit back into the old roommate agreements, you know? Oh my God. In agreement. I feel like I've been watching Big Bang theory just uh for fun and hearing that just reminds me of the whole sheldon leonard <laughs> yeah you're not wrong <laughs> ours wasn't so intense though luckily for us wait like you're talking about the actual roommate agreement between like our roommate agreement like our actual one was like much chiller it was just really like cleaning but, oh yeah. oh we had that whiteboard, remember? Yeah, exactly. And we had a calendar, I think, at some point, too. Like an Excel yeah. sheet of some sort. We had an Excel sheet? Yeah, I swear. I feel like there was like an Excel sheet on that fridge, unless I'm just totally confused. But I'm pretty sure there was an Excel sheet on like who did what, when. Oh, wait, yeah. I was the one that made that sheet. Oh, oh there you go. Yeah, I was 100% sure there was definitely some sort of Excel sheet. But anyway, yeah, very big throwback. Yes, um, but today we're going to talk about something that every, well, this whole past week has been about, um, which is 
kind of Valentine's Day and also dating. And I thought it would be fun to have you because initially I wanted to talk about more like professional stuff about you as a fresh graduate, but I'm like, okay, how do I end off the month of February with something interesting? And somehow the topic of dating has been something we talk quite a bit about and the world's talking about it. And it just, (laughs) I don't know, it doesn't seem like it's in our favor. So it's just fun to talk about it. And so, yeah, I kind of changed the topics and I think we're fine with it. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. We're experts, you know. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, disclaimer, we are not experts. (laughs) Okay, first thing, how was your Valentine's Day? My Valentine's Day was pretty good. Um, Do I actually have to be this honest on here? Can I just lie? Sure. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Well, you don't have to tell, like, the full details. You don't have to mention names as well. Okay. Um, I had a good Valentine's Day. For my Valentine's Day, um, I had a little situationship over. And, uh, you know, we just hung out, watched TV, made some food, and took it really easy. What about you? Uh, my my Valentine's Day was made of going to the office and then coming home. If you watch my TikTok, I basically said the en- what I did the entire day. Like, yeah, I just came home, feed the cat. Um, was so tired, but I had to go to the gym because my friend kind of put me on like a program and then I got bored and then I did the TikTok. (laughs) Exciting. (laughs) But it was actually, it was interesting because I I usually would take the subway and then the 509 streetcar. But that day I decided to take the King streetcar down And I thought I would see a lot more people with like flowers um, or like just couples walking around. But surprisingly, no, not many. Oh, really? I'm surprised. Yeah. I think I saw my friends back home in Singapore that everyone was like posting and flowers and stuff and sent to the office. But no, I don't I don't know. Like there was no one in the office that had like large bouquets of flowers. We did have like a really large heart-shaped thingy at the plaza. <laughs> okay, that's cute. Yeah. I'm surprised. I mean, my Instagram was popping with all the couples on Valentine's Day. I can tell you that. But Oh, yeah. Yeah. And did you feel good? Did you feel bad? How did you I mean, feel? it's honestly, like, I honestly don't hate it too much. I just think it's cute to see, like, who's still together because, like, see some of these couples are, like, long-standing couples, generally, and it's, like, it's just cute yeah. to, like, just, just, oh, yeah, you guys are still together. Oh, that's so cute. Or, like, couples that, like, I didn't know were together, and you're, like, oh, cool. <laughs> okay. That sounds so, I don't know, weird, like, oh, you're still together? <laughs> well, and, uh, and more, like, you know, and, like, a, like, a revenge way in a very, like, just really, like, wholesome kind of, like, oh, my God, oh. I can't believe, like, because the people you just, don't they don't post often or you don't see them often on social media and then they post for valentine's day or something like anniversary and you're like oh my god like it's been like four years or whatever which is crazy but good for you so wow it's like if your friends are together for four years that's like high school pretty Since much yeah pretty, or like first year someone like it's really it's impressive like good for them yeah okay what do you think about people who are like high school sweethearts like do you think that they last they don't last like what's your view on like high school relationships honestly I think the big thing and I think I can only say this now like after like 
years after high school. It's like if you can grow together, you can make it. But if you can't, if you guys grow separately, then you're just kind of screwed. Um, and generally, people will grow separately or will grow apart. And then you know, if you get back together later, that's just that's great. But otherwise, like I don't see how high school relationships can really work unless you know you stay in your same small town and you guys have the same lifestyle. Yeah. But otherwise, I don't know. I have a low hope for <laughs> high school sweethearts. What can I say? Yeah, I I remembered I had a friend back home in Singapore, and she. They were together for, I think, six to eight years.、Um, I think they were high school sweethearts too, or like college sweethearts. I don't know, but、um, they were together for that long. Nothing really happened, and then he left to Australia. They tried to make it work, and then they broke up for a year and a half. They got back together after he came back,、um, and they're married and with a kid now. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Yeah, and I think that's why it works well too. Because sometimes you do need to grow separately before you can come back together and like have a whole life. But then、yeah. again, if you're a high school sweetheart and you can pull it off too, like that's great. I mean, I, I only know a few. I actually have, I think, my mom's cousin. They're high school sweethearts, and they have like two girls、oh. now, and they're in like their forties. So they obviously pulled it off.、Um, but again, small town kind of a vibe. So I don't think either of them ever left for school or anything like that. Oh.、So. Yeah, it's it's funny because Singapore is like a really small country, like it's smaller than Toronto, and somehow it's like it still doesn't work as well. You kind of grow up in the same area, ish, right? It's not very far from like one end to the other end of Singapore, but it doesn't work. Like everybody used to say, like the moment you go into university, that's where you break up with your so-called high school. Yeah, because you see what else is out there too. Like you're, if you stay in your small area with your same same old peeps, it's hard to see what else is out there. Yeah. Okay. Now you mentioned long distance relationship. Does it work or does it not work? I vote it doesn't work. I work with my friends, that's for sure, but it doesn't really work with anybody else. If you ask me, it sucks. It's hard. The distance is really hard on people. It takes a big toll. You know, talking late, lacking sleep, the weekend <laughs> trips, the weekend trips, and I was lucky enough that my long distance was not like world across long distance. It was just a couple cities away, so a couple drive, a couple、yeah. hours of drive or whatnot. Yeah. What do you think?、Does、I mean, I've been in one. Than me? <laughs> I've been in one, right? Like four years. Ugh. Okay, I guess we're going into like the history of our relationships right now, but I think I've always viewed. Long distance, and you know this, right? Like I, I don't oppose it. Like I think that you can make it work, but you need very, you need like more than a hundred percent commitment. You know, you have to do more than what normal couples would do, like if they're together.、Um, of course, trust is the huge piece, which I don't know. Like I don't even know how 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 did I do it, and how did I blindly trust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think I was just about to say trust before you said it as well. Trust and communication, and like not just communication on a very like low level, like on a really high level of like, tell me what you're going through, tell me what you're feeling, because I can't just see it on your face most of the time. Like I can't see it in your body language. I'm just, I'm not there for long periods of time. And anything、mm-hmm. you're going through, if I can't sort of go through it with you, it's gonna be rough. Yeah, and I don't know. Like in my personal view. You probably have seen it too. Like I think I was fully committed 
you know, like I was always there on the phone. We were like talking all the time. Um, I don't think I did anything wrong in the four years of their relationship, right? But I don't know what was happening there. And I don't really know whether or not that was considered like good communication or good trust. Well, obviously, you know, he broke the trust many times. And um, yeah, and somehow I was just making it work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, but I think a long distance in a way too, it makes it really easy for us to kind of like create a story in our heads. Mm. Because having somebody who's not always there, like whether you trust them or whether you don't trust them or whatever, even if you see each other sort of more often than others. Yeah. It's a storyline. It's what are you doing right now? Do I believe that's what you're doing right now? Do I have to even think about it a second time? Or is it just like blind faith? in whatever however you are with me and whatnot but i have to stop saying whatnot but yeah continue oh i it's fine i i say a lot of other fillers as well (laughs) how about yours because i know you didn't you're you're still young and you've had more situationships rather than relationships but i know you (laughs) had that one um i guess serious relationship yeah, I mean, I dated a guy for what, like almost two, two and a half years, um, officially. Um, I think it was officially about two years, if not a little less. And uh, we weren't long, long distance the way you were. It was just a couple drive, couple hours drive away. And I was much younger. So I think I should take that into account as well, because my decisions, I feel, were often based on the current present way that I was feeling versus like the actual viability of the relationship. Um, and it was rough, even though it was just five hour drive away. It was, it was tough. It was very like long nights. And I was this student in first year who had, you know, no idea how to study or how to do school. And I was still getting used to a completely new city where I had, I had nobody here. I was in Toronto at the time and there was nobody near me. I just had my few friends who I lived with. I hadn't met you. Um, so it was really like a big relying on somebody that also I had just met met about a month prior to starting university so everything was yeah I did know that. yeah so it was very like it was everything all at once it was just and like looking back and I, like looking back it was it was interesting for me I, I mean it was it's it's funny because you know you're 18 and this is a big deal like my, my first proper relationship and I'm going to university I'm gonna be a big girl you know so I can I can do this I can do long distance like adults do this like I was just trying to like kind of find myself and fit in but it definitely took a big toll on me and especially starting university uh like my my grades were affected by it um because throughout university I got a whole lot better at school and sure I got the hang of it but I think staying up till 4 a.m on the phone sometimes when I had an 8 a.m class was probably not the smartest decision on my part um what is a big live and learn and would I do long distance again probably not um just because I don't think it's worth it and it's nice to just have somebody who's actually there with you and who you can have similar experiences with and like even though we might not have the same group of friends but just being able to say hey you want to see a movie tonight or just hey you want to hang out hey I'm having a really low day can we hang out in person versus just sitting on call um it's just totally different yeah yeah 100 percent. I think I think so I picked up like two things one was I didn't, I really didn't know that you met him a month before kind of like university. Yeah. Um, That's new information. (laughs) Um, A month almost to the day, if I'm not wrong. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah. but like still that's short, right? I and know. then the second thing you talked about, oh my god, it just kind of flew by my mind. Um, I think it was what you talked about. No, not really about the same group of friends. Oh, I can't remember. But anyway, I think the one month thing, because I met that guy too, two months before we got together. The same life experience, just a few years years later. Did you? Okay, so how uh, mine was like, was was a really weird phase because when I was just, I think I just, um, I was, I was with my previous boyfriend. And I think we came to a point where um, I was tired because we, we broke up once and then we got back together, but we, we didn't really tell people that we got back together, but we were seeing each other, but he felt that he didn't want to tell his friends yet that we were back seeing each other. So I was kind of annoyed. And I said, you know, if we're not going back to where it was, I think the trust was also not very strong anymore. So what's the point? So I was thinking about kind of breaking up with him and then I met the most recent one um mr j yeah and um and then i remember because he was back in singapore and i asked my friend i said can i just have like a fun two-month fling like kind of get to know him and he was all sweet talk and stuff right paying a lot of attention to me so he went back and then I don't know, like he went back and then he came back to Singapore or something like that. So that was when I decided, okay, I'm going to break out with that the other one because I could like hop onto the next one. So I gave that first one the excuse, like I met someone else, you know, and then I, yeah, I kind of jumped relationships. But in two months, you can't know someone. No, and I mean, it's like exactly like you said, it's the sweet talk, right? It's the attention that we haven't had in a while that feels so good. and. Yeah. Attention isn't necessarily a good thing. Isn't necessarily the person you're supposed to date just because they're giving you attention. Yeah. Did you know I recently found out actually that somebody who's obsessed with you right away isn't somebody who actually likes you. Like it's not the right, it's not somebody you should actually date because they're just so like dive right in and like they're all like full, like you become their whole lives. Apparently Mm -hmm. like that's just not the way to go. Apparently it's supposed to be like somebody who's not absolutely obsessed with you right away is the way to go. Because they're actually interested in like ooh, getting to know you rather than just like I'm obsessed with you right away. Generally, it's more like physical. It's less like I know you super well because I can't know you super well even in the course of a month or two. Like there's no I know you at surface level still. Yeah. So do you think that successful relationships are, you know, kind of I guess they're rooted from like friendships? Mm, I don't know. That's a good question for me right now, but uh, <laughs> it's a good question for us. I'm working on that right now. Um, I definitely think that it makes it makes a difference because a lot of things you don't have to explain. Like they just kind of get it. They've been around for so long. They've seen so many things. They've seen you in so many different states as well. Um, I definitely think friendship is good as a starter because I don't yeah. think diving into a relationship, at least for me, hasn't proven to be successful. Yeah. Um, but then again, I haven't really properly dated any of my close friends. So yeah, there's not much life experience behind that one. But yeah. No, 100%. Like like you and me the same. Um, I think when I have some guy friends that I'm very close with, I can't see past that. Um, and when it goes past that, sometimes it's it's awkward. Like it's weird. Like 
especially when it's like you're so close, but you're not fully maybe attracted or sexually attracted to them. You're just kind of grossed out. But they might be maybe good, right, for you. But like, <laughs> you're like, mm, I don't know if I want to go that way with you. Yeah, no, I definitely hear that. I think it's either like you overcome it or you don't. Like there's no in between. Um, and then I feel like the way to overcome it is to do more like hang out in person, more like, in, like not intimate, but like one-on-one, <laughs> like, I don't know, one-on-one socializing just to get to know each other more on like a, like past the point of just friends. Yeah. Um, but it's, I, I don't think we can all do it. Like I completely agree that sometimes like I, I have some guy friends, like I love them. Don't get me wrong, but I know too much. I know everything. I know the whole history. I know the trauma. I know the background. And I, I don't, like, it's not attractive to me in that sense because it's like, yeah. I, I know everything about you. Like, I, how do I like you like this? Like, we're too far gone kind of a thing. Um, yeah. But it could change. I mean, hey, I don't know. I'll let you know in the next one. <laughs> I feel like if I've known the person maybe like two years and still nothing has happened, like, yeah, that's it's probably not going to happen. I don't know. Yeah, but you know so, how, like, people say, like, your feelings kind of develop? Like, at some point, like, you can feel nothing, and then you can feel everything kind of just, like, on a whole switch. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know either. I have never... I don't think any of my relationships started from a friendship. But looking at my, I don't know, male friends, um, I don't want to date any of yeah um but no um so then what do you think about office romance Ooh, i don't know i want to say bad not good yeah just because what are like what if it doesn't work out well i mean i don't know your is your company really small probably my company is really small yes i'm definitely like i would 100 percent like bump into them at every single event um I mean, if it's, like, a completely different department, like, other side of the building kind of vibe that, like, you'll only awkwardly run into them in the elevator, then, then you'll be fine, I think. Give it a shot. But yeah. any, like, team kind of team dynamic or, like, anywhere close to that, I wouldn't. But that's just me. Yeah. What about you? I think you'd be better off at answering this question than me because you have more actual office experience than I do. I... Well, you know, I'm off dating apps. So my only chances of meeting anyone is probably in the office. And also, I think maybe because like I'm I'm already in my 30s. So meeting people in the office and in the area that I'm in, kind of meet men that are meeting my criteria. Um, so I'm not opposed to it. And I'm going to share something really cute. So... I went into the office last Friday. Didn't, I was not supposed to go in on Fridays. Like I don't go in on Fridays, but that day I'm like, let's just go in for the morning. Um, I went in, kind of met someone. And then, you know, he was like, hey, we had a nice chat. And I was like, see that, okay. I'm not saying that anything comes out of it, but it opens up like more conversations, meeting more new people for me. And yeah, we're on the same floor, but it just gives me a chance to meet more people, you know, not yeah. to say that I would date them. Um, of course, I'd rather date like someone probably like in a different building as well, um, just so it's not awkward. But who knows, like you move around in your career so much, you probably won't even stay in the same place, right? True. 
yeah. Well, that was my small little update. That. Okay, I like that update. Well, I need more of those in this call. <laughs> um, <laughs> After this, we can talk more. Okay, perfect. perfect. Yeah. Okay, dating apps. I think that's like the your Gen Z stuff. Um, I'll tell you about how I first got into dating apps. I was, my God, I think I was your age too, um, or younger. <laughs> there was dating um, apps back then. That was, it still exists till today. And I knew about it because that's how I found out one of my boyfriends was cheating on me. <laughs> oh, that's great. Okay. Um, have you heard of this one called OkCupid? Nope. Okay. Yeah, I'm a lot um, younger, as you guys can see. Yeah. Okay. Well, it still exists today. Um, but yeah, I, I found out that my ex-boyfriend who was training in Australia, um, oops, Australia's a bit of a sensitive topic. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. We're good. We're good. Yeah, but it was. Yeah, I found out that he was using this app, and he had like he was talking to girls, right? But then he deleted the text messages, but he had photos of the girl. Um, so I was I well, I was young, right? So I'm like, if you can do it, I could do it too. And then. I downloaded it and I was like talking to so many guys. Um, yeah, I think that's how I, 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 I never feel like I needed to use it, especially back home or back then. Like it was just not a thing that I felt I needed to use. But now it seems like dating apps has become the channel for people to meet. I don't know if it's a thing because of the pandemic or after the pandemic. I don't think it matters. I think it was the same before. I think it was the same since, I don't know, give or take 2016, maybe. Um, that's when I think they all started to become more and more popular. And I think mainly Tinder. I don't know which <laughs> one started the whole thing, but I, I want to say Tinder, although I was horribly young at the time. I personally don't like dating apps, <laughs> probably because I just don't like to like, message people all day long, especially mm. with small talk. Like, messaging my girlfriends or it was one thing, you know, like, they'll update me on their day, but we don't text 24-7. Like, I'm not a 24-7 kind of a person. Um, yeah. And that's what dating apps are. It's, like, just looking for the validation, I think, for most people. Like, half the people on that app don't even want to meet you. They don't even want to leave their house. They're just doing it so, like, they can talk to somebody or just get laid. And I don't know if it's it's really real or whatnot, because, like, you know, you look so pretty in your pictures. Like, we're trying so hard to, like, look a certain way and be a certain person. But, like, yeah. I don't think I come off exactly the way I might look on a dating app. Um, and, like, don't get me wrong. they've I've met quite a, quite a few really great people on dating apps, too. None of them yeah. have led to relationships. And I think that says a lot also just because it's, like, kind of the culture on there. It's like, I know a few people who actually got married based off of meeting on Tinder ages ago. And that's great. Mm -hmm. Like, if it works for you, hey, like, if you meet your soulmate that way, it's a very nice way to meet a soulmate, okay? It's a lot simpler, than most yeah. of us having to wait to meet somebody in a grocery store or at the office. But um, <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, it's not something I love. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, share your one horror story on a dating app. Okay, that's easy. <laughs> okay, so in what year was this? Uh, actually, it was last year, 2022. Um, I was on I think I want to say it was either Hinge or Bumble. Bumble. And um, so I went on a date with this guy and he came off really nice. Like he was really nice, great texture, like he was sweet, whatever. Um, so he picks me up from this dinner. I was out with my friends 
And <laughs> we go to this bar across the street. And I was there for what? Maybe 14 minutes, maybe 10 minutes by the time we sat down. I hadn't even finished my glass of wine. I had one glass of wine. And I think in the spam of that time, he told me like his biggest thing about him was that he had been stabbed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he was just, and he was like, it was like three, four times. Oh, yeah. I was like, we well, you know, what do you do for work? Like, what do you, you know, talk to me kind of thing. And I forget what he was, like some bouncer, some bar guy or something. And right. it was like such an achievement in his life that he had been stabbed. That That's all I heard about. And then it was funny too, because like, he, I, I told him, he's like, what do you do? And I was like, oh, well, I'm in tech. And he was like, uh, I was studying tech at the time. I hadn't graduated. And he was like, oh, so like, you're going to go into tech sales. And I was like, you know, maybe like, I, I don't know, like if that's what interests me later. And he was like, yeah. no, no, no. But like tech sales, like my friends in tech sales, like you should really do tech sales. Like that was the only thing he had ever heard about technology before. And it was really obvious. <laughs> and then he yeah. wanted to, he smoked to the, right opposite the bar. There was a Cineplex, like, you know, like a Moxie's and like a Cineplex kind of like lot, like that kind of yeah. look. And said, let's go watch a movie. I had not mm. finished my glass of wine and the movie was starting like in 10 minutes. So I was like, okay, like what, what am I supposed to say? I was like, okay, yeah, I guess. Sure. Like, why not? Um, and so I chugged, we chugged my glass. Like I tried to chug my glass of wine. He chugged his beer and like, we walked out. Like we were not even in that freaking bar for like 10 full <laughs> minutes. Like it was insane. So we start walking towards, he's like, okay, I'm going to smoke. So he just like smoked an entire joint from the time from the Moxie's to the Cineplex. And I was like officially like I don't want to be here anymore. Like this is just not it. Like uh uh-uh. uh. So at the wash, so I went to Cineplex. Like, I had to go to the washroom, and then I obviously like pulled the whole. I'm not feeling well. Dinner upset my stomach. Kind of a vibe because I really wanted to get out of there. And and he's high. Like he had just the whole joint. Like it was like I don't know what you're doing here with me right now. But anyway, so I was like, okay, I want to go home. He's like, okay, I'll drive you home. I was like, um, you just. You just smoke, oh. you just like chugged a beer and then you just smoked a whole joint. And you're obviously like already high. No, yeah, like no chance in hell. And we were kind of far from where we lit, where I was living because I met with my girlfriends like elsewhere. I think it was in North York or something. And yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was probably my one of my horror stories because oh my, oh god, my that, god, yeah, I'm glad you didn't die or something because that. <laughs> He was Wait, that sweet. was like he was a nice guy. It was like, I, I'm sure nothing bad would have happened. It was just like, what are you thinking right now? Like, what? What? Like, you have no plans at all. <laughs> so okay, this is so weird because I don't know why. Now every time, um, if you go on a date, it seems like people need either alcohol or smoke up, um, just to get themselves more into it, like. I don't know, like, as in, that's what I've seen. And so I <laughs> I saw someone give a piece of advice was go on coffee dates. Mm-hmm. Like, keep going on coffee dates um, until you decide that this is a person that you want to take the next step with. Because once you're under the influence of alcohol or you smoked up, it just, like, you're just doing it because you need, like, a human body next to you or something. Or you're just looking to get laid, like you said. Yeah, I I agree. I do like the coffees. I also like the walks, um, like grabbing a coffee and going for a walk. Such a Canadian thing. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, probably, but it's also nice because like it's easy to leave. Like if you're uncomfy, like it doesn't like a coffee. I still like. I don't know if I'm sitting at a coffee shop. I kind of want to finish my coffee before I like run out of there. But a walk yeah. is like an easy like. Oh, I'm just not feeling it. Bye, and like take take a turn, take two three turns, and then you're good. Like you're free to go. Um, but I've done the drinks. I do the drinks more than the coffee. Just because yeah. I think it does like take out that extra like barrier of just 
I'm not going to say anxiety, but just the discomfort of like having, yeah. I don't know, maybe having a drink. And I'm not saying like getting absolutely wasted on the first date either. I really don't recommend doing that to anybody. Um, mm-hmm. Safety wise, really above all, but just, just the drinks, just like, it's just easy. And generally bars are like, it's a nice little dark atmosphere where you don't have to, there's not too much pressure to, you know, look a certain way or be a certain way. <laughs> um, but, but I think, yeah, definitely take it easy. Coffee's nice. Coffee's easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember. I told you once, right? My first, did I tell you my first dating app experience? The one where the guy just walked with me the entire Queen's Key? No, I don't think so. Maybe you didn't remember. So, okay. So I was like trying it out the first time being here. I just broke up, right? So he sounded really nice. The conversation was great. Um, he was sharing with me about like what he does. And then we were talking, talking for a bit. So he's like, okay, let's meet for a drink and we can get some we can walk around like sure let's go to like amsterdam brewery so we went um and then he's like shall we go for a walk like let's just take a walk and i was like sure and then we walked and walked it was freezing cold by the way um and uh and i was i was stupidly because i was out the entire day and in the afternoon it was it was bright it was sunny the weather was great but it turned really cold in like in the nighttime. Um, but I had on a crop t-shirt and shorts. Yeah. And so we went for the, for the walk and then he's like, okay, shall we go get a drink? I'm like, sure. We sat down at the bar or something. Um, he ordered like a can of, I don't know, like it was like a seltzer or something. And I had like a sangria. So it was time to pay this guy. I think I you know this. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, now I remember this. <laughs> it was so embarrassing because the, like, when the way she came over, she 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 was like, uh, one bill, and then he's like, um, can we split? I'm like, dude, it's not expensive. It's probably less than twenty bucks for both of us. Um, but I think somehow she, she got mixed up. Like the bills got mixed up, and then I ended up paying for his drink. So then she kind of like you know, said the other one was on the house. Everything was on the house or something like that. Um, that was fine. Right. After I, I was like, so turned off already. I'm like, I want to go home. Um, I didn't know that he, he biked down and he, he, he kind of put his bike somewhere. I don't know where anyway. Um, so we were walking back to my place and it was just maybe 10 minutes away from, from my place. And I was walking half, like we were just walking and talking all of a sudden he turned around. He's like, so my bike's here. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, he gave me his jacket because it was cold, right? Um, he's like, my bike's here. Um, but yeah, I want to do this again. And I'm like, okay, so you're not walking me back and I have to return the jacket. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, um, we'll text. Like, I want to do this again. And I'm like, no. Yeah, no. Didn't pay for my drink. Didn't walk me back. Like, like he could have taken his bike and say, let me just grab my bike and I'll walk you back. It's just you know 10 minutes away yeah that would have been the ideal way even after the whole drink thing but uh how do you feel about that actually splitting the bill um yeah that's something that i ideally i think it's only i feel that it's only right that a guy pays for it if they ask you out or you know if they're initiating something i don't think i would ever initiate going out so they have to take the check but i wouldn't be like waiting intentionally for them to take the check like I would ask you know like 
do you want to split if it's okay? I don't mind, right? Most of the time they're like, no, it's okay. But I mean, I come from an Asian culture. Like typically guys are the ones, you know, taking the bill most Mm -hmm. of the time, unless you're uh, together already, then maybe you can kind of take the bill sometimes. Yeah, no, I agree. Culture is a big point in this too. Um, Yeah, I just, I feel like I've had some like, it just kind of comes off a bit strange sometimes too, especially when they're the ones to ask you out somewhere. And then if you spray, for me, it's the springing the bill on me. Like there's a difference between like me being like, like you said, like, oh, let's split or like, let's talk about it prior to the waitress walking up and saying, are we splitting? And you're like split. And I'm like, oh, this is a surprise to me. If it's a surprise to me, like, I don't like it. Like I'm all for paying the bill. Like I've done it multiple times. Like we're going on a date and like, we just did two different things and you paid for it. But like the popcorn at the movie is like, yeah, I'm more than happy to like chip in. And also like my age group too, like we're not (laughs) making so, so much money. And even when I was working part-time too, like I I get that and it's fine, but it's really just bringing on me. Like it's such a turn off. It's so, and it's just so awkward too. Cause you're like, and they're like, oh, are you coming to mine after? No. Like, what makes you think I'm coming to Like, my guy friends walk me home. They want to walk me home because they want me to be safe. You're telling me you yeah. can't even walk me home. And you made me split the bill. And now you said me to come home with you. Like, nothing here is adding up. Like, you're, you're not helping yourself in the slightest. And then they're so surprised after. They're like, oh, well, what did I do wrong? Well, like, do you want me to start listing it out? Because, like, it's a long list. Um... I, I actually don't know if guys wouldn't know what to do like wasn't that how it was always like I mean whatever the culture is like I thought that was how it always worked even you watch western movies yeah. when I was a kid like, same like the guy's always the one taking the bill he's like the gentleman right I think it's the generations I think some people are like like sorry but like we're they're raised differently like and that's why I say culture too because like my dad was big on the whole like teaching my brother to like you know hold the door for anybody like, like my brother will still let me go first like we walk mm-hmm. anywhere he'll always make me go first like I'm always walking he's by the road I'm by the sidewalk like it's just stuff that he's like they're just drilled into his head where he doesn't even have to think about it it just comes any yeah. girl who's with us too is always the same he has a mentality that way as well even when he was really really little it was still yeah uh, you, even though he was so small they'll let you go first it was sweet um yeah but people nowadays like I don't know if they just don't watch the same movies that we watch but like I don't think, and I don't think we're asking for too much. And I think some, some guys are very like, oh, well, girls expect so much out of us. Like really like walking me home because you like me and you don't want me to get, you want me to get home safe is like, it's not a high bar. Like, you know, I get it. If you're not like super loaded, that's fine. Let's just go for a walk and hang out. Like, I'm not telling you I'm, I need a high expectation. I don't need your five-star restaurant experience either, yeah. but just like show me that you care. Like the jacket thing that you were talking about earlier was actually sweet. It's such a little gesture. And it's sweet. Like, you're cold. Here's my jacket. And have you noticed that some guys nowadays are like, oh, bring your own jacket. I won't give you mine. Are you serious? I'm serious. <laughs> I've seen I've seen videos of stuff like that. And I'm like, does this actually happen in real life? Like, can you imagine somebody just being like, I'm not giving you my jacket. Like, I'm cold, too. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm going to take my own Uber home. And I'll pay for my own Uber. Thank you. Bye. Then I, why would I want to go on a date? I can do that by myself. Exactly. Right? And I'll be warm by myself too. I'll bring my own coat. Like, come on, I'll plan this and I'll plan out my date, but I probably won't need a coat. Yeah. It's funny because I find that even between us girls, we would do it for each other. Oh yeah, but 100%. somehow guys just today. Okay, but I, I don't know. I think it's so confusing now dating because as much as um 
you know, I, I've had experiences that were worse off dating older, older men. But I, when I went out with a very young guy, he took everything. Like he paid for everything. Never. I took out my card and he's like, no, I'll, I'll, I'll pay for it. And I think there was like one drink that I said, I'll pay for it. And cause I got to the machine faster. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to pay for it. And then he felt so bad. So thereafter, he just took the bill for every single one. So I think there's like hope in younger guys too, but I don't know where somehow it went wrong somewhere. Because if you think about it, like guys that are older than me, they're like, I don't know, born in the 80s maybe. They should grow up with the values that our baby boomers taught them, right? To be a gentleman, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. How is it that now it became acceptable? Like, is it is it like... um. I don't know. Is it something that they've never tasted before? They're like, oh, we could do this now. We don't have to be gentlemen anymore because the Gen Z people are doing it. I don't know. I don't know. I I honestly could tell you like the answer, but I think it also has to do a lot with the fact that like women are much more independent than we used to be. And Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's just because guys like figure like since we can kind of take care of ourselves, we should take care of ourselves kind of thing and they don't have to. Which I don't know if that's more of a Western thought or not because I know most like I'm going to say Asian Indian cultures. I don't know, but like, I don't know much about the rest of the world either. But like, it's kind of ingrained in our heads that like, even though yes, women are also working alongside their husbands and yes, they might even be making more than their husbands. They generally still want to take care of you, which doesn't mean paying for absolutely everything, but just the idea of like taking care of the person you love and it's vice versa too. We take care of our husbands. Let's be honest, like whether I'm working and he's working too, like it's just little sweet things to show them you care. Something as simple as, you know, walking you home is not exactly a high bar, if you ask me, but. Yeah, no, Mm -hmm. I I agree with that. And that's why they say date Asian guys, they're, they'll take care of you, Mm -hmm. I think. I don't, well, none of my, (laughs) none of mine ever took care of me. So maybe uh, that sentence doesn't, (laughs) doesn't apply anymore. I mean, there's always whoever's next, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. We'll get into that another time. <laughs> okay. But um, one thing I want to talk about, which I think everybody somehow or rather gets stuck into one, um, which is situationships. Mm-hmm. What's your question? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you like share one situationship that you've been in that I guess you kind of maybe saw hope in it being more than a situation chip. Um, yeah. Um, okay. I mean, an easy one would be like, a, I saw this guy pre-graduation. So in like May, June, and it worked out really well. Like our, he was really good at planning dates and it was fun. The conversations were great. Um, and I think it was just brushed off more as like, Oh, we're just like, he's just busy. And like I could take a hint, you know, like I much I would much rather you just say, Hey, I'm not interested than just be like I'm busy, but like I, you know, take what you can get. Um, it is a dating app, so let's be honest. The hopes are not super, super high. Um, but it was fun. Like it was we were seemed to be pretty compatible, if you ask me. But then again, we had been on what two dates. Like it's not you know, it's not like I knew this person super, super well, but it was fun. It was a good time. And I even when I look back on like the dates, like they were fun and I did try to recreate them because I, I enjoyed the dates enough. Like we went thrifting on a first date and it was fun. Like it was like 
it was something I had never done before. And it feels like we got to know each other better. And it was super casual. Hi, Mittens. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it was like a super casual date. And it was, again, easy to walk away from, easy to get to know each other. Yeah. But yeah. Casual. Do you think that women allow situations to happen? What do you mean? So, like, I've I've read some people saying that um, men treat women, women or us in a certain way because we allow such behavior. So do you think if we don't allow it, maybe then we wouldn't be caught in a situation, Chip? Yes, I agree. Because if you start off, like, a typical um, dating app profile, like, what are you looking for? Or even in person, like, what are you looking for is a big question that I get asked a lot. Because and it makes sense, right? If you're looking to be to get find your husband and get married, and I'm just looking to sleep around, then the conversation is going to be very different. And like, there's some people who were very straight up about what they were looking for, and they would be automatically uninterested if it didn't match their values. So I completely agree. I don't know if it's just a woman thing too, because I've had guys also want like proper, serious, long term relationships. And at the point of time, I was leaving Toronto. I was like, no, the guy, there's not even, there's no point in even meeting you because I can't just like, I cannot keep this going because I'm moving. Like there was just not an option there. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think it does make a difference. Okay. So do you prefer to be ghosted or do you prefer to be breadcrumbed? Breadcrumbed. Let me down, please. (laughs) And I do it to people too. I'm not interested. Like I just, it's just respectful, I think like ghosting it just feels so like we're grown-ups like you're a Wait, big so kid you would prefer to bread be breadcrumbed rather than ghosted when you say kind breadcrumbed of, you mean like just like it's like, like breadcrumbing is no it's it's kind of like they leave lit, little bits of them around you oh. to make you think that um there might be something you know they don't want to forget you they want to always have like a little nope. bit yeah. Okay. Let me take that back. We can just rewind to where you said, uh, you asked your question. Yeah. Um, no, neither. <laughs> I would like neither. Just straight okay, up. If you had to choose, if you had only, you had to choose one, which one would you prefer? Ghost me. Okay. There's just no need for like, we're just, we're big kids. Like what's, what are you doing? Like grow up a little bit. And, and I do it and I'm not being hypocritical. I have, I don't think I've ever ghosted anybody. I just tell them, Hey, like, look, I'm not interested. Or like, I'll just unmatch you. If you need the the hint, I can do that too. But yeah. Well, yeah, I think we've both kind of been in situations where it's like, like, I think we were invested um, emotionally and stuff. And I don't know, I feel like when you feel something emotionally, then it becomes harder to detach, especially if the person, I don't know, I get ghosted and breadcrumbed at the same time. So I hate it. (laughs) Awful combination too, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, I don't know. Maybe recently, I'm I I I would just be like, oh, okay. Like that's my final reply. Like, like I'm not ghosting you. I'm not being disrespectful. I kind of still reply, but just with like an okay. Mm-hmm. That's it. I just feel like yeah. I just like to leave the people that are not coming along with me. That's why I'm like not even going to keep you entertained. Like if it's just not happening, it's just not. Yeah, but it's okay. We've spoken about this so many times. Like, we know that it's not good for us to keep them in our vicinity, yet we still do in hopes of something. I don't know what, but in hopes of something. It's sometimes it's easier to have something to hold on to. 
So do you think by doing that, we will never be able to find our person? Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Maybe. I'm not sure how that works. Really bad situations. Then. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe like you'll find the next person and then the situation to thought will go away. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. It was just this one person, which you obviously know, it's the hardest one that I find. Um, whereas the person that I actually dated probably more than this one, it was so easy for me to kind of cut him off, right? Like The situationships are harder to let go of than the relationships. No, but like I wasn't even in a relationship with the other one. We were kind of just seeing each other. Mm-hmm. But when I when he kind of ghosted me, and didn't want to communicate to me. I was. It was so easy for me to like just be like, okay, I'm done. This is not attractive. Don't like this, and deleted everything with no like qualms or anything. But this situation ship is so difficult. I'm just like, you're just more attached. That's all. Yeah, but situation ships are weird because you don't really need to be that close to the person for that to kind of happen. True. Which is weird. Yeah. No, you're right. It's just like, I don't know, it's just a feeling, I think. Yeah. It's really just a feeling. Ugh, and we struggle with it every time we meet each other. Yep. Every single time, <laughs> without fail. Yeah. And that's why going to the bar helps when we, you know, just have a girls' night thing. Yeah. Or girls' night plus somebody thing. Yeah, it's just to, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just to let it go. Okay. But like, no, I think like there's one thing about, going to the club that I have an opinion about, which I don't know. Everyone's like, Oh, I don't do that anymore. Okay. But I don't go there. Like we don't go there to get wasted or to hook up. Well, I don't know. Maybe back then you, you wanted to, but like, I, I, I didn't like, it was just to vibe and just to not feel for that couple of hours, you know, just to not think, not feel and just be happy because of, these things that we got ourselves into yeah it was fun it was a nice little like let go session of just dancing like even with just the two of us we used to have the most fun when it was just the two of us honestly which says yeah. a lot because you know mm-hmm. we'd both come home together and we'd go together and we'd spend the entire night just dancing and it was yeah. having popcorn <laughs> so much fun every time but yeah always okay so now we've been in situationships we've been in relationships that didn't work very well We've also done dating apps. Now looking to the future, I don't know. Well, I'm looking to to marry someone because I'm not getting any younger. Um, you probably have a couple more years to figure out whether or not you want to do that. Um, what are some ways do you think we can do so that we date better? Kind of like not going into the lines of situationships or bad relationships. I think, like, we have enough, I think. You thought about it? I I mean, I haven't fully thought about it, but I'm thinking about it right now, so on the spot. Um, Like, for you, I think it's a little bit different, too, because you have more, like, life experience or more dating experience than me. But we've seen things that we don't like. Like, we're much more aware of our red flags, whether it's our personal red flags or what we're looking for in other people. Like, there's, I think we're both better at, like, drawing a boundary. And on top of that, Asking our friends for advice and actually taking our friends' advice, I think, is something we're both going to do in the future. Because, like, love is blind. Like, love is literally blind. Like, 
we just oversee so many things that other people can see and can warn us about. And I, for one, I'm going to be a lot better at like, are more receptive, receptive to other people's feedback. And like when people are like, hey, did you notice about this? Or what, what do you think about this? I'm going to be like, I'm going to put more effort into like looking deeper into that. Because yeah. I think outside like point of view, especially from somebody, it's people you really, really love and you really trust. Like yeah. is much more valuable sometimes than just your own feelings because your own feelings yeah. are like so clouded. Yeah. And you always want the best for like your close friends, right? Yes, exactly. I actually think that's, um, that's something I, I will have to do because I remember you telling me multiple times in my previous relationship that, you know, you didn't really like how he was treating me. You didn't like the whole situation and, me using my age, I was like, I know better. Um, but I think it's it's less so much about our age gap, but rather, you know, you cared for me. And so I want you to celebrate the relationship that I'm in. And I think I was watching a video that came up with like five red flags. And one of them was, if your friends or close family friends are not celebrating that relationship, then that in itself is a huge red flag. Yeah, absolutely. And also the fact that we're celebrating like, like, because we love you. And it's not so much so like a jealousy thing. It's not like I'm not trying to compete with you. I just like, really want you to be treated as good as like, as absolute top tier, like, yeah, to a whole new level. And if as soon as something feels off, like, you're always going to hear a comment from me, because I want you to have the absolute best. And if somebody's not giving you the absolute best, like, it's easy to see as well like yes 100% you have more life experience 100% you have more dating experience but just being able to look at you and look see you sad like I can actually see that you know that I can like grasp um so yeah that's gonna be a big one for me at least asking everybody around me what do you guys think (laughs) oh yeah yeah. no that's what I need to do more of as well and actually listen I guess because I think the other thing that I never had was an actual list of what I wanted in the person. And I think that probably stems from my history of not having a father figure. So I don't really know what is the ideal man or how should a man treat their partners? Um, what should I be looking out for? Right. So I noticed that I was always dating lower than myself. Um, maybe because I want to take care of them or I want to control them. I don't know, probably both, but I I started to, and you know this, like I wrote down a list of what I actually want um, from a partner. Um, but more recently, I've thought about, instead of writing what I want in a partner, um, how do I be that, right? Like if I, if I want someone who is great at communicating to me, I need to make sure that I'm communicating well as well. Or if I want someone who is I don't know, better off than me, I need to be able to manage my own finances. Otherwise, I'm going to probably waste all of our finances together. So that's kind of where I'm at right now. And I hope that that's a way that I prepare myself to date better, if it makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. I think it's a great idea. The whole like help. How do I put this? Like help yourself before you can like, or like be know who you are kind of thing before you go out and date somebody so that you're not like, and then you also don't yeah. just become them, I think is another big thing because we see a lot of couples just become each other over time. Yes. Like if you want to stay your own person a little bit and if you can actually find out who you are and like what you actually want to be by yourself, yeah. I think you're way better off at finding somebody. Yeah, I think I, I've known this concept 
for a long time, like since I was in like 20, maybe like in university, because someone gave me this um, image, which was, it's like you have, you have two little villages, right? But you're yourself. And when you come together, it just becomes a bigger piece of land. But if you, if you don't have yourself, you're just kind of like merging into that person's ones and world. And then you just have that, that one small little world. Right. Um, so yeah, but gosh, it sounds like there's a lot of self-work to do. There's always a lot of self-work to do, unfortunately. Like never stops. Like you think you're doing good and you're actually not. <laughs> yeah. Well, how do you know that you're doing good and on that right path as well? Like it's hard to tell when you're kind of single right like um like I fully am not dating nothing so it's like how do I know whatever I'm doing is right and it's going to lead to a positive outcome you never know you don't know you'll know when you know I guess we'll see who my husband is (laughs) okay but anyway thank you so much for being on this episode with me I had a lot of fun also it was really nice to see you again because it's been a while um actually not really like we just met like last month but it's okay um (laughs) (laughs) like maybe three weeks ago actually but um (laughs) but no it was great I'm happy I was your first guest I'm honored thank you for having me thank you for listening to this episode and I hope you had fun listening as much as I had recording this episode. Let us both know your thoughts on dating and how that has worked out for you. Also remember to follow me on at Hey Thoughts with Grace on Instagram or you can look me up on my YouTube channel at Hey Thoughts with Grace as well where I will post this episode. I hope all of you are having a lovely weekend and always remember to stay kind in your comments. Ciao, ciao.